wandering from the fold of God, prone to wander, walk on earth a stranger. Those are just some I grabbed out of that second song there. It applies very well with uh, what Spurgeon has to say here. Do not be conformed to this world. That's Romans 12, 2. If there is any possibility of a Christian being saved while he conforms to this world, it can only be so through his fire. Such a bare salvation is almost to be dreaded as much as to be desired. Would you like to leave this world in the darkness of a desponding deathbed and enter heaven like a shipwrecked sailor climbs the rocks of his native country? Then allow the world to squeeze you into its mold and refuse identity with Christ or to bear his reproach. Would you like to have a heaven below as well as a heaven above? Do you want to comprehend with all saints what are the heights and depths and to know the love of Christ that passes knowledge? Would you like to receive an abundant entry into heaven? Then do not live as a friend of the world. If you would attain the full assurance of faith, you cannot do so in communion with sinners. If you desire to be on fire for God, realize that your love will be dampened by the cold rain of godless society. You cannot become a great Christian. You never can be a mature believer in Jesus Christ while you give in to the godless maxims and modes of life. It's incompatible for an heir of heaven to be a great friend with even small inconsistencies or dangers of the world. Just as small thorns make great blisters and little moths destroy fine clothes, so little frivolities and little indiscretions will rob your testimony of a thousand joys. Professing Christian on the fence... You do not know what you are losing by your conformity to the world. It cuts the tendons of your strength and makes you crawl when you ought to run. So for your own comfort's sake and for the sake of your growth in grace, if you are a Christian, be a Christian and be a marked and distinct one. Old hymns are the best. I just wanted to pull out one here that applied to this very well. I'll just read the verses. I'm not going to sing them. This one verse in the chorus, and you will recognize it. O soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Savior, and life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Let's pray. We thank you, Father, that you created this earth. You made the dimensions of time and space, put us a solid rock to stand upon. But this is not our home, Lord. It's only very temporary. We thank you for the teaching lessons we're learning as we're here. We're thanking you for the growth and maturity we're experiencing in you, Lord, if we will follow you. 
All these things you give, Lord, but the most precious gift of all is your Son to bring us to our final destination, not this earth, but the new earth. And we'll look you full in the face. What a wonderful day it will be. So we thank you, Lord, for this day. We pray, Lord, that the message brought will fill us with joy, that we can leave all things behind, the troubles of this last week and the tiredness that it brought to us. Lord, refresh us with your Holy Spirit so now we can go forth and praise you as we should, Lord. Let us enjoy this time. Let it all be for your praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen.